King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You always think the League Cup, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle, your podcast covering all of the local rugby league action, Newcastle, the Hunter Valley and the Central Coast, uh, obviously uh, warming into us another season ahead and we're fortunate enough to do so thanks to Sharp DS Central Coast, our major partner for season 2023 and we thank them for coming on board as well as the other partners that join us as well to support some of our other competitions a big episode ahead. We were due to have three guests. We will just have the two, unfortunately, due to some late schedule conflicts. It'll be uh, none other than Rebels coach, Newcastle Rebels coach, that is the representative men's rugby league side, Adam Bettridge, who will join us all the way from WA at the moment. Uh, he is over there for his day job that uh, supports his rugby league habit, obviously, and uh, he was good enough to give us some of his time uh, ahead of this weekend's clash against Illawarra South Coast as the Rebels return to the country championship and look to go all the way through and take out the tournament after a good win against the Central Coast last week. Also, this week we'll see, thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, the return of the Statsman. Josh Spiegelman will be back with us. He'll also be talking about the Rebels and the star performers, the Statsmen performers of the week, thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services in the Rebels' win over the Central Coast Roosters. So uh, great to uh, catch up with Josh and have another chat about footy, have him back on board again in season 2023. So we actually are going to kick off the show with Josh. Make sure you do check out our social media channels if you haven't already. Facebook is League Castle AUS. Instagram, League Castle AU. All of our content's on there. Opportunities to join in with polls, engage with our content, uh, also, the uh, links for the footy tipping competition are available there as well. So make sure you get around our Denton Engineering Cup footy tipping competition that we'll be launching this season. We'll have some prizes there. If you are in the market for um, a sporting partnership, if you will, there's an opportunity to sponsor that as well. Um, and all sponsorship will return in terms of prizes back into the League Castle and local rugby league community for that tipping competition. So if you are uh, looking at getting involved, there's a naming rights opportunity there and we'd love to have some more uh, partners on board with League Castle for season 2023 and be able to give back more to our community. But let's get into the, the country championships fixture between the Central Coast Roosters and the Newcastle Rebels with none other than our stats man, Mr. Josh Spiegelman. Well, it is time to get into another episode and dig in deep. And finally, after much malignment from our fans and backed by popular demand for season 2023, we've run a few episodes without him, but we couldn't go any further. There's been footy on. There's been stats to crunch. And thanks to our new sponsors for the Statsman's Performers of the Week and the Statsman Performer of the Year in the Newcastle Rugby League, Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, Josh Bergerman. Welcome back, mate. Uh, by my count, this makes it season three of... Uh, I was going to say full-time employment, but full-time full-time servitude to uh, the League Castle audiences. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no, fantastic to be back. The long off-season, I'm sure all the players agree, but footy is, is well and truly up and started. 
I can't wait for the proper the first grade season to kick off. And yeah, thanks to the new sponsors, that means a lot. I'm looking forward to a huge year, mate. Yeah, certainly uh, really exciting. There's some, some great things coming, which we'll, we'll get into further during uh, the year and as we build into the season. But, mate, it didn't take much twisting of your arm in conversation once we worked out there's a bit of rep footy on for you to uh, crunch some numbers and, and get involved and get around it with uh, the Rebels having their first hit out on the weekend. And uh, it was great to see the, the full-strength Rebels uh, back in the country championship and uh, chalking a win as you'd expect them to over a, a pretty solid Central Coast side, but one that without going into too much depth, lost a couple of players that uh, were probably some headline names initially. Yeah, that's right, mate. The Rebels squad, really strong on paper and really strong on the park. Uh, you obviously go into the match a little later. Um, but, yeah, from what I saw, um, obviously, yeah, household names for the, the Denton Engineering Rugby League, Newcastle Rugby League, can't play for them. Um, they're just too strong as the game went on. It was pretty close to start. But, um, yeah, that quality just, I think, took over. And they registered a 36-14 win. So they go on to round two where they face the Illawarra uh, Illawarra South Coast Dragons. So that should be exciting as well. It will be an absolute cracker. And uh, for those that are playing at home, that one will be another away game for the boys down at Collegians in uh, Wollongong on Saturday at 3.30pm. So if anyone wants to make the road trip down, uh, based on current transport solutions and uh, the performance of them, I wouldn't be getting a train or a plane. But that's a story for another day, Josh. Yes, mate. Yes, you can't depend on anything these days, can you? No, you can't. What is the world coming to? But anyway, the one thing you can rely on and depend on is stats, mate. They're ever true and ever accurate. And as always, yours are all on the money. I know you've been challenged, mate, with some some new uh, rule adaptations and changes and things that have thrown a curveball for you, but you've adapted and you've evolved and you're ready to give us the performers of the week from that representative fixture that the... uh, Newcastle Newcastle Rebels took out 36-14 over the Central Coast Roosters. That's right, mate. There are, there are a good number of players across both teams who deserve a mention. We'll keep it short, but we'll, we'll go to the 3-2 ones and maybe a few honourables. So, um, Dylan Pithian from Lakes United, mate, gets my three points for this game. He was absolutely everywhere in the number seven jersey. Uh, three try contributions, two line break assists, 10.4 metres per run. Uh, so that goes to show what he did. With the ball and then, you know, his service to his other players, the stars around him. So I thought Dylan really led the side well and he'll be pivotal for their round two uh, clash against Illawarra. He certainly will, mate. Uh, Lakes will be very happy that he's hit the ground running. We know what he can offer and uh, undoubtedly he'll be a, uh, a big part of their plans to undoubtedly climb the ladder from where they finished in season 2022, mate. But who else was it alongside him? I know you had a few good performers to pick from from the Newcastle and uh, the Central Coast lineups, but I'm guessing with the margin of victory, this will be another Newcastle player in the two points. That's right, mate. And it's a familiar face to this segment and um, joint stat man of the winner, uh, stat man of the year winner last year, Cameron Spider-Anderson, two points for me here. Scored a try, two line breaks, a try assist, three tackle breaks, 12.3 metres per carry, which is, I think, the highest in the team. So really well done by Spider, and I'm sure he'll be looking to do that all season long for the Butcher Boys. Well, with the, with the announcement that there's actually a, a, uh, a trophy or a medal, we're yet to determine exactly what that's going to look like for season 2023 for the stats, man. Uh, I, I hear he's in need of some uh, some more bragging rights at home, especially after Kane came back and led Hamwicks to the T20 title in Newcastle with five for 12 or four overs. So I think Kane probably got the bragging rights on the weekend despite Spider's massive numbers there. And uh, you just, I just, I can't, I can't like Kane uh, when he's that good at two sports, mate. It's just not right. 
it's just not right, mate. Some people are born with it. Shout out to my mate, Matt Labar. He was in that team as well. Great Colton Bowl there. He showed me a highlight. Hamwicks looked great. Congratulations to them in the cricket. Hey, they might be the lead Castle unofficial cricket team almost, I think. Two, two, um, two connections to the show. That's, uh, that's more than we'd normally have. But anyway, we'll move, we'll move right along, mate. Uh, we've got the three. We've got the two. Who was it that rounds out our trifecta of performers of the week for the first edition of the Statsman Performers of the Week thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services? Yeah, mate, sure. One point for me here to Joe Woodbury, the winger from the Scorps, obviously. I thought he took advantage of those great players we just mentioned inside him, uh, Pithian and, and Cam Anderson. So Joe crossed for two tries. He had three uh, separate line breaks. And he also had 12.6 metres a run. So um, just pipping uh, Spider there for actually the highest metres per run in the team. Uh, really, really good, Joe. He looked great from the back, and Scorps are going to need that this year if they're going to go one step further. They certainly will, and he's going to have his work cut out from him. He knows he need to start, needs to star because he's no longer the biggest social media influencer at the Scorps uh, with their signing of Cody Bryant. So uh, plenty of work on and off the field for Joe undoubtedly in 2023. That's right, mate. Yeah, Scorps, uh, surely their following's going to go up, mate, uh, during the year with the players that they've signed for, for numerous reasons. But uh, we can go into some honourable mentions, mate, if you'd like me to go through them. That'd be great, mate. Kick them off. Sweet. So I'll just round out the, the Rebels. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, given the scoreline, a fair number of guys need a rep here. So Tamano Alexander, who moved across to the Northern Hawks this year, they're going to be really excited by his output in this game. Uh, team high seven tackle busts, a try and 10.6 metres of carry. Um, then we're going to go to the front row. Big James Taylor uh, from Maitland, obviously. I thought he was probably their best forward. 152 metres, which was a team high. 14 runs of 8 metres are over and 100% in defence, which is fantastic. You've got um, Luke Hoos at 9, who's got huge wraps on him. Obviously, people have said, including his coach, that he maybe should be at a higher level. He scored a try, had a try assist and line break assist, two offloads, 25 or 26 tackles and one forced error. So, uh, really good there by them. Uh, I've got a number of um, Central Coast boys as well to go over, just because I think they deserve a bit of a mention, um, given their efforts on the day, mate. So, if you're interested, we'll kick off them as well. Yes, yeah, certainly, mate. We'll get into the Central Coast, guys, and we will be doing a little bit more coverage of the Central Coast competition. Not to the level we do Newcastle, but we'll be doing a bit of coverage of Central Coast. And there'll be a few names here to watch out for. For that coverage, it'll be brought to us by our major sponsor as well, Sharp DS Central Coast, who are on board for season 2023. So, mate, who are the names to start watching out for when we start doing the Central Coast Rugby League coverage this year? Fantastic. Yeah, so there's a couple of familiar faces first, and one of which is going to appear later on the show, which is really nice of him, Mitch Williams, the hooker from Wyong. Um, team high 37 tackles at 93%. That's what you come to expect from a quality um, dummy half like like Mitch. And he also had a forced dropout as well. Um, another familiar face, Luke Sharp from Wyong, his teammate at fullback. Probably Wyong's best here, at least statistically. Um, lucky, unlucky not to get a point in the 3-2-1. Two, two try assists, a line break assist, four tackle breaks, three offloads and 10.9 metres of carry. And you've got two names who, who aren't ha- household names just yet, but maybe in the years to come. Uh, Jake Woods, a really, really strong player in the forward pack from the entrance Tigers. Uh, he was really impressive last year when I did their start for the effort. Um, and you could see it in this game as well. 32 tackles, 91% efficiency, and a team high 122 metres, which was great. And then you've got Nathan Keg, another Wyong boy in the front row there. 101 metres, 9.2 metres of carry, and 92% defence. So I thought Keg, Woods showed really good energy in their forward pack, and both those clubs will be hoping they do the same for them week in, week out. 
They certainly will, mate. Uh, some some familiar names, some names to watch out for, names we've seen before as well. So undoubtedly those two clubs especially, but uh, the Central Coast competition will be uh, giving us plenty of highlights and plenty of names to watch. And we often see some of those players come through into our competition in the coming years. So that's why we're starting to, I guess, broaden our focus and, and have a look there. Now, mate, we've talked a little bit about the Central Coast competition. The other thing that we've got happening, obviously, is our regular coverage of the Newcastle Rugby League competition. And thanks to some of your hard work, we've got another way that our fans and listeners can be involved in the Newcastle Rugby League and the show. Yeah, that's right, mate. Um, well, your hard work as well, finding the source. But, yeah, we're, we're happy to announce the tipping competition that's open for all our fans to join. Uh, post on our Instagram and Facebook already. We'll repost a bit closer to the season, maybe in a week or so. Um, so yeah, yeah, get involved. Uh, we're hopefully going to secure a sponsor, maybe a little bit of a cash prize, but it's great, I think, to open that up and let everyone put their money where their mouth is potentially or just have a punt because um, there's, there's a few people that think they know what they're doing according to our Instagram messages and most of them do. So let's see how they go this year when the, uh, the results can be tracked. Yeah, exactly right. And, and we'll also catch out those people that are tipping against their own side. So uh, be warned. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had a few of those. I think most of them were by accident. Um, some fat fingers, I think, during the year on mobile phone screens, maybe on Instagram stories. What do you reckon? Yeah, that's, that's what was said, mate. But uh, yeah, <laughs> see how it goes this year. Certainly will, mate. Um, no, that's great. And certainly looking forward to that. Looking forward to the, the stats man taking full flight. We've got the uh, round two uh, game, which I believe if they win that one, the. Uh, the Knights, or the, uh, sorry, the Rebels, I should say. They're throwing me off with their Knights logo. That will move them through to, they should go through to the final, then, as I understand it. Um, it's quite hard to exactly figure out the exact format of this 10-team country championship competition. I'm not quite sure, to be honest. No, I couldn't figure it out either on Play Rugby League. Um, there's not much information around it apart from what New South Wales Rugby League published, so just take it as it comes, I guess. But uh, it'll be interesting, and I'm sure the Rebels will be well-placed to, to take out that that top prize, given the players that they put out, mate. Really spectacular roster and great coaching by our next guest coming up. Certainly is. We will be lucky enough to have the coach of the Newcastle Rebels, Adam Betridge, shortly to pick that game quite apart, uh, get his insights and have a look ahead to that game against the Illawarra South Coast Dragons. Notably, the Dragons had a 58-12 to win last week as well. So both sides coming off really good wins. So that'll be an absolute cracker. Uh, you can watch it on New South Wales Rugby League TV or if you're Really a, an absolute footy tragic and you want somebody to go in the middle of March, head on down to Collegians and check it out, 3.30 as we said on Saturday. Now, mate, we're adding another little piece in light of some news and that pretty much everyone I'm sure that's listening to the show will be across last week happened with Kurt Donoghue going from a train and trial deal and playing a lot of his football last year in the first grade competition in Newcastle and making his debut for the Redcliffe Dolphins. We know it probably wasn't as many minutes or quite at the level Kurt had probably expected himself or wanted um, drive out of himself in terms of continuing his top 30 journey now. But the great news is he's back in the side. So uh, we're looking at, a, I guess, and again, working title, real NRL stars to watch on the big stage. So it's a mouthful. So working title, feel free to send through in the comments or throw us something better than that because you can't be much worse or much longer. But having a look, mate, to some of these names of the stars that are, are starting to make their way, maybe not quite in the NRL. We're looking at you know, the other state league competitions, the age-based competitions, there's quite a few names of people who've applied their trade in the last year or two who are, you know, starting to pop their head up. And by all means, if we miss anyone, mate, we'd certainly uh, love to be corrected on it, I suppose. Yeah, that's right, mate. We keep a keen eye, but obviously time's at a limit. But, um, yeah, we, we do hear some and see some things. And, yeah, obviously, uh, as you mentioned, Kurt, they're really, really great to see that. Hope he really goes well again this weekend. And at a lower level, we have a few more boys. Um, Tyro and Neen, I remember from Cessnock, he's, 
uh, fullback this this week for the Dogs. That's right, isn't it? And um, going against Dragons and Flag, who haven't named their lineup yet. Yeah, they haven't named their lineup. So yeah, we've got quite a few floating around in the flag. But we'll start with that uh, that Bulldogs game, the Dragons. Well, we we know Callum Briggs has been trialling with them during the off season or during the preseason. We're hoping that he might be in either the flag or the cup side, but I don't know how he's going to adjust to such a drop-off. Their social media team is absolutely balls up, got the team list wrong, couldn't get them published in time. We're now 24 hours after teams are normally released and they still don't have them out. So quite a drop-off for Callan in terms of that level of social media. Uh, we talked about Macquarie and how good they are and why wouldn't they be with the levels of Joe Woodbury and... Uh, um, I'm having a mental blank now, and the other person we're talking about before, Cody Bryant. Cody, Cody. Bryant. How dare I forget him? Bowell will have me. Um, but yeah, those guys. And then he's also going to have to deal with the, the drop down in coaching, going from the illustrious Kitty and Roachy to Anthony Griffin led. So look, I've pre- I've predicted in an article I'm about to release on another platform that I do some stuff with Nosebleed Chats, who are partnering with the podcast as well, moving forward, that the Dragons are going to run last, and Anthony Griffin's going to lose his job. And so I'm going to start the campaign here. NRL co-coaches, Steve Kidd, Matt Roach. Matt Roach, obviously, to lead it. We know Kitty's got a busy busy life, but, you know, he can come in as a consultant. They might even be able to drag Adam Betridge in as well after he leads the Newcastle Rebels to the uh, country championship. And, uh, mate, just pick a Newcastle Rugby League rep side. I don't think they can go any worse. Maybe keep Ben Hunt, but the rest of them, yeah, you know. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Mate, not a bad plan at all. The Dragons can do, obviously, a lot worse than that. I think um, Roach and Kitty, obviously, we know what they can do as coaches. Um and yeah, mate, you're giving a really big rap there. Rap, rap there. I think I'll be stoked with that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, but anyway, as you said, Tyrone Neen will be playing fullback. Hopefully, we'll see Callum Briggs in the flag for St George. But we'll um, update everyone once we know that. The other thing to have a look at, mate, my mighty Raiders. Uh, we know I'm an absolute green machine. Tragic. A halves combination for their flag side, both ex-real NRL players. How good is this? We have Noah Ryan, who plied his trade at Maitland and Curry, and Ethan Strange, who absolutely lit up the competition last year in a short window for the entrance, both partnering at six and seven for the Canberra Raiders in the uh, Jersey flag competition. So how good's that? Yeah, fantastic, mate. Ethan Strange was um, was really good. The couple of games I saw him play for the Tigers, and I wasn't surprised he got signed up. That's great to see him make progress. And it just goes to show, mate, we've been playing it. You said three seasons now. We've been working together. We've both been saying it for years before that. You know, there needs to be more eyes on this competition pathways in Newcastle. It just makes you wonder what the hell the Knights are doing, mate. That's a past decade plus of letting people go and wow. not analysing it. But that's, for, that's a conversation for another day, mate. We just want to see them get a chance wherever it may be now. Yeah. And they're starting to do it more, more frequently. Exactly right, mate. Still more, a few more to go through. Speaking of the Knights, their flag side, we see uh, Noah Nalagoliva and Takarai Kuru. And Takarai was obviously an outstanding find for Souths last year. Uh, they're both playing in the flag there as well. Uh, also looking at the Knights, and this is astounding for me, going down to the SG ball, the under-19s, Fletcher Sharp is still playing under-19s. Like, I can't believe he's still that age. Um, so great to see him in there and uh, yeah, keeping an eye on him and as well the Knights junior system. So great to see, I guess, him getting an opportunity in the fullback jersey for their under-19s. Um, a couple of other notable ones, mate, uh, just to have a quick look at as well. The, the big one that um, this one sort of caught me a little bit by surprise, I guess. I didn't know he'd gone up to Queensland, but Logan Radzovich, uh, named on an extended bench for the Tweed Seagulls in the Q Cup, which is great news for him. Logan's come through, obviously, the West System. It's only a couple of years ago in the COVID year that he was the man that kicked the winning field goal in extra time to lead West to a win over Wyong in reserve grade. So he's come such a phenomenal distance in a short amount of time. So good luck to Logan. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. It'll be a big loss for West this year. I don't know too much about their retention and signings and whatnot, but he was a very handy centre or winger. He can kick goals and, like you mentioned, field goals. So... 
um, yes, but spectacular that he's managed to get that, that contract up there. Well done to him. It certainly is, mate. Great to see, um, and hopefully we see plenty of him. Uh, of course, it would be remiss of us not to mention a couple of, uh, of names as well in the Knights New South Wales Cup side. Kai Cooper, we saw a lot of him. He did very well in the Stats Man of the Year last year. Chris Vialia, who played some time at West but was in New South Wales Cup for a lot of the year. Uh, Callan Burgess. Uh, we've also got uh, Reid Olchin, of course, try-scoring Barnstorming back rower on the bench. And the extended bench, a great name to see. Floyd Tyre, who was really good in the halves and was in and out of New South Wales Cup last year for Lakes. So great to see all of those players um, alongside some, some big names in terms of the likes of Adam Clune, you know, steering that side around. So good luck to all of those players. It's great to see players going forward from the New South Wales Cup uh, sorry, from the Real NRL into the New South Wales Cup and those junior sides. And uh, we'll get the uh, Knights scoreboard back up this week with updates of all the lower grades as well and moving forward, try and keep that consistent for you. So lots happening across the grades, but, mate, uh, absolutely amazing to see uh, how well this competition is working as a pathway. Yes, mate, it's much better now than, than it was, as I referenced, a decade ago, I think. But um, let's just hope they kick on. They're given the chances they deserve and, and hopefully they make it, mate. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, lovely, mate. Well, a big thank you to you. Thank you for coming back on board. Welcome back. Uh, I look forward to chatting rugby league with you every week. We'll leave the Knights first grade alone for this week and see if they can somehow bounce back next week. But um, We can leave that alone for the next 26 weeks if you'd like. <laughs> look, I, I, I'm not going to lay the boot in until the Raiders start winning. So, you know, if that starts happening, that's when you're in trouble. So, although the way they're both going at the moment, they might play out a, uh, a very rough draw. But surely, mate, um, you know, it's not like you've got a tough game this week. Are you, are you confident at all? Uh, yeah, apparently it's going to be thunderstorms and raining, so it might stop the Tigers from pulling too far ahead. But <laughs> no, I think we're in a chance, mate. We're underdogs at the books, but um, yeah, always a chance. That's a good thing about rugby league, right? I mean, we beat the Roosters round one last year, although they, they don't seem like round one specials anymore, though the Roosters do they, but anyone's a chance anyway. That's a good thing. They're kind of the anti-storm in that regard, the Roosters. But uh, mate, I'm going to tip it here for you now. David Nofaluma is going to do a hammy during the week leading into the game, which Tigers fans won't like. But that means Stafford Toa is going to come onto the wing and he's going to absolutely terrorise the Knights. Remember <laughs> remember the Bulldogs game last year and Jacob Karaz, who came through the Knights junior system? Yes, I was there watching it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm envisaging. So, you, you, yeah, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy that. Um, but uh, Dane Gagai coming back in is a good in for the Knights. So, um, yeah, anyway... Fingers crossed for the Knights. It's good when the Knights are winning, but mainly the lower grades because that's what we'll be watching with all those players coming through. But again, thank you, mate. I'll let you get back to your evening. A big thanks to you, and we look forward to digging into some more stats with you next week. Thanks to Lake Macquarie Forklifts Services. Yes, mate. Big thanks to them. A big thanks to all our fans for coming back on board as well, mate. We're hoping to grow and expand each year. Instagram, Facebook followers have grown really well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to a huge year, mate. And, it's, yeah, bring some joy to my week. Hope it brings joy to everyone else. Thanks again to Josh for joining us. Again, courtesy of Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, who will be bringing us Josh and his Statsman Performers of the Week and ultimately the Statsman Performer of the Year all season. Uh, we're really appreciative to have them on board for this year. We'll take a short break and we'll be back with Newcastle Rebels head coach, Adam Bettridge. All right, time to dig into the Rebels' win from last weekend. The Newcastle Rebels' representative side returned to the country championship, and we are fortunate enough to be joined by their head coach for 2023, Adam Bettridge, a man who's very familiar to Newcastle Rugby League circles. Adam, welcome to League Castle, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's been a while. So uh, back in the Newcastle comp now, and obviously back with the Rebels, and 
really enjoyed my time so far, mate. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to sink your teeth in it a bit more and hopefully progress a few more rounds. Yeah, mate. Well, it's um, you know a, a great start. Uh, not an easy feat heading down to the Central Coast and knocking them off. But the scoreline uh, looked pre- pretty decent in terms of your boys. Thirty-six to fourteen on the road uh, up against the Central Coast side that had some some pretty handy players in it. Yeah, definitely, mate. I thought we um, controlled the t- we controlled the game really well. I thought Mitchie Williams done a great job for them. He he slowed us down a lot in the ruck, and then he created some ruck speed. And then obviously Sharpie was he was very good. He had some good individual efforts and was really involved and. I was pretty pleased with our guys. They, um, you know, we made a lot of unforced errors, which is very uncharacteristic of the boys. But um, they were good enough to to defend it, and a lot of times there they had to, and and they were pretty brave. And it was a big result for us, mate. You know, it was a it was a bit of the unknown with that squad, but they dug in, mate, and done well. And I don't think the scoreline reflects, you know, what the game was. I think there was a few late tries there. Uh, we had a few in the Simbin, which is unfortunate. But um, no, they done well, mate, and we're looking forward to seeing how we go this weekend against Illawarra. Yeah, it'll certainly be another challenge, and we'll get to that in a moment. In terms of the game on the weekend, uh, you talked about, obviously, uh, you know, the likes of Mitch Williams and Sharpie that a lot of the, the listeners will know from our competition. Uh, in terms of your team, obviously, a, a little bit of a, a change to the spine. Initially in the trials, it looked like you were going to probably use Baden Searle at halfback, but he was unavailable. Uh, Dill Pythian, though, just stepped in, and much to the delight probably of Lakes fans, uh, looked like he's absolutely ready to, to rip season 2023 apart. Oh, outstanding, Dill. He, he takes the right options. He's really mature as a half and takes the right options. He had two or three kick chases where potentially we could have held him in the in goal. And he's just a real leader. Everyone, everyone stops when he talks, mate. And he's been excellent to work with, to be honest. It was one of them ones where a lot of people say, oh, the older guys, how much drive have they got and whatnot. But for me, my older senior guys have been my, my best. And Dill's one of them, mate. And he plays a real big role for us. And I thought he was really mature in what he'd done. And, um, you know, moving forward between him and Chatty, they're only going to get better with more games underneath them. And uh, even Spider and Huff at nine is a different um, it's a different kettle of fish again for them. So that'll take some time and hopefully they get the games to do so and um, hopefully they keep improving. He's certainly, certainly blessed with plenty of talent, as you say, but it's that piece of, I guess, getting them to gel um, with players they're not used to being with uh, on, on um, you know, a short sort of lead-in, I'd suggest. Yeah, definitely, and that's why training's been really focused around just getting the reps in, to be honest, mate. You know, it's not my job in a rep program to teach folks how to tackle, teach folks how to catch pass and all that stuff. Unfortunately, you don't get the time to do it, and if you don't narrow your focus on, on, on what you want the outcome to be, um, you can really get caught out with that. So we really just focused on what we can do as a team, what our strengths are and what we need to improve on, and are really just focused around they've created their own DNA and what we want to stand for, and uh, I think they've been really good, mate, you know, and, and we've got some reps in. We've been fortunate, and thankfully... Uh, Chris, the local coaches have been outstanding. It's a really hard program to run at this time of year, but all the coaches have been on board and all the players have been on board, so I couldn't be more thankful for that. No, it's, it's always great when you get that buy-in from, from all the sides, and it was really good to see, obviously, in the squad that there was representation across all of the clubs. Uh, you know, Great to see, obviously, Tamanu in there representing the newest side in Northern Hawks too, which is great to see because, as you and I, and I know we had this discussion last time we caught up, mate, the competition has only contracted in recent years, so it is nice to see some expansion in the Newcastle Rugby League. Oh, definitely. And I think as long as it's sustainable and obviously the homework would have been done with that. And I, I look forward to seeing the Hawks, you know, see how they go and represent that part of the area. And they've, they've signed really well. And Tamanu on the weekend was outstanding. I think he led the tackle bus count and he was really strong with his carries. And um, it's really good to see him, you know, contribute to a side like that at a young age too. We've got a really good blend of guys and he's one of the younger fellas. But um, he's been terrific, mate, and can't fold his work. And I think he'd be really good for the Northern Hawks this year. Yeah, lovely. Now... I know we talked about this just before off-air, but can you shed any light on, on how this competition actually works? There's 10 teams, so it's not straight knockout, but 
it seems to be the whisper is if you win again this week against against Illawarra South Coast, who had a big win themselves, that you should go to the final. Is that right? No, I don't believe so, mate. I think we're going back to Illawarra again, but I don't know, mate. We don't buy into that too much at the end of the day. It's 17 on 17, mate, and we'll play down there this weekend. And then we, we can't, you can't look too far forward anyway, mate, because if you do in a knockout competition, you end up looking at the final and you're not there. So you've just got to worry about this week, and that's what I've said to the boys, you know. Um, we've just got to get through what is a very strong Illawarra side. You know, they've got some real experienced masters out wide, very dangerous, big forward pack, and they're really going to challenge us, mate. So it'll be a really good challenge for our boys. Yeah, they're certainly a, uh, a pretty impressive side. And uh, even if you weren't much across them, you only had to watch them, the highlights of that game. 58-12, to 12, they picked apart that MacArthur West Tigers side. And again, MacArthur West Tigers weren't exactly uh, nobodies out there. So a massive result for them. And you'll have your work cut out and on the road uh, down at Collegians, I believe, on Saturday at 3.30, mate. Yeah, great field, mate. Good setup, And there's no excuses, you know. We've, we've been told early in the week we're travelling. We've got a plan in place, what we want to do. We'll execute a game plan, and that's his part of the competition. There's no said to our guys, don't find excuses in what we're doing. That is what it is. And if you want to win competition, sometimes you've got to go that little bit further, and you've got to do that bit extra. Uh, and that, that's no different. You know, we know we've got to travel. We know we weren't going to get a home game as such. So it's all just part of the challenge, and it all makes it a little bit more special when if you can get across the line. But at the end of the day, we've got a tough ask this week against them down there, and we'll uh, give it our best shot, mate. And hopefully, it's nice and dry, and we can play some good dry weather footy. Lovely, mate. Well, I guess in terms of looking ahead to this weekend's game, as we said, Saturday 3.30 down at Collegians in Illawarra, are we expecting much the same team? Have you got everyone available? Any injuries, knocks, concerns that you can share with us or um, anything else coming out of last week's game? No, you'll see the same side roll out, mate. They um, they done really well and, and we'll see that side roll out again. And oh, a, few, a few bumps and bruises, but again, in those short, small competitions, you don't have, ch- you don't have time to rest players or build. You've really got to dig deep and find the character and you've got to when you pick guys you've really got to pick guys that they don't have leading games you need consistency and you need consistency from the start and I think the squad's got that from you know one right through to the last twenty number 25 in our squad we've got guys that are consistently and they're used they're used to playing at that top end of football so um, mate I think this weekend you'll see the same side roll out and, and again like I said it's really good to have the rep program back where we get the chance to play a strong Illawarra side and, and see where we are at as a group I think it's a really good thing for rugby league Certainly is, mate. It'll be well worth the uh, the trek down for anyone that wants to get behind the Rebels. If not, they can tune in on New South Wales Rugby League TV and watch the boys in action and cheer them on. Mate, again, thank you for coming on. Hopefully uh, the boys are up and about on Saturday. You can lead them to a win, and uh, we're uh, looking at a side heading into the final the weekend after. So the best of luck, and again, thanks for coming on tonight. No dramas, Chris. Thanks for your time, mate. Well, that just about does us for episode four of season five of League Castle, your home of all your rugby league content for Newcastle, the Hunter and the Central Coast. A big thanks again to Sharp DS Central Coast, our key partner for season 2023, who's bringing you all of our episodes this season. Also, thank you to Lake Macquarie Forklift Services, who are partnering with us to deliver the stats man and all of his key numbers and key performers of the week. Again, the Newcastle Rebels will head into their next round fixture against the Illawarra South Coast Dragons. That'll be played at Collegians Home Ground in Wollongong, Saturday the 11th at 3.30. Uh, we've also got the Newcastle Rugby League season launch on Friday. Uh, contact Newcastle Rugby League if you are still chasing tickets for that one. There might be some last-minute ones available. I'm not too certain, but you'd just be best to contact the league office. 
There's also trials happening around the Newcastle and Hunter competitions, uh, juniors and seniors. So check out your local club's social media pages to make sure you're up to date with those and can get down and check out your local side kicking off and building towards what is undoubtedly going to be a big season for all local football clubs in season 2023. Big thanks to Josh, of course, returning the Statsman and Adam Betridge for coming on the show, the Newcastle Rebels head coach. We really appreciate his time ahead of that big clash against Illawarra South Coast Dragons this weekend. You can, of course, tune into that one as well on New South Wales Rugby League TV. So enjoy your footy this weekend. We look forward to coming back to you next week and uh, closing in on season proper. It is not that far away. Only a matter of a couple of weeks now before we get underway in the Denton Engineering Cup and just over a month till... The season kicks off in a number of other competitions, including the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, the Central Coast Rugby League, and the Hunter Valley Group 21 competition. So really looking forward to it. If there's a club or a guest that you'd like to see on, make sure you reach out to us via our social media channels, Facebook, League Castle AUS, Instagram, League Castle AU, and drop us a note and get behind our tipping competition. There's going to be some cash prizes. There is an opportunity, as we touched on before, to partner with us in terms of bringing those prizes to you. If we can get a partner on board, the prizes are likely going to be a little bit juicier than if we can't. Obviously, uh, we do run on a reasonably tight budget here at League Castle, so uh, we'd love to have a partner on board there so that we can deliver some prizes back to the community. Apart from that, again, thank you for tuning in. If you get the opportunity on your chosen podcast platform, especially on uh, Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review. We love the feedback and it helps us get our message and coverage of the game out to more people, which means we can invest more back into the local rugby league community. But that's me signing out for another episode. Thanks again for tuning in to League Castle. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be a try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to League Newcastle. Newcastle are hunting to hunt rugby league.